Welcome, I'm Amanda Vernon. And I'm Father Matt Face, and you're listening to We Should Pray. The podcast in which we discuss how prayer changes tragedy into comedy. In this episode, we had a lot of comedy. <laughs> we, we, we certainly do. We thought we did, and hopefully they'll agree. Yeah, hopefully you'll agree. We, we discuss um, how to hold on to the good, how to not grieve the good, to be precise. We pray about it, and then we do a lot of laughing with a meme and a couple of pictures that you're not going to want to miss. Vanity, vanities. We should pray. We should pray. Today we're going to talk about... Don't grieve the good. That's our theme. Don't grieve the good. I really need this one. This is for me. Yeah, you have a, you have a tendency to grieve the good? I do. It runs in the family. So I don't want to blame anyone. Good. Thank God for my grandma. <laughs> God rest her soul. <laughs> no, uh, yes. So I would call it in other in other terms, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Ah, she was always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Well, I do that, yeah. and I see that pattern in my family. So you you're just saying that you came by it honestly. Yes. Hmm. So I want to talk about how to not do that. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> my 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 grandma Vera, I remember this sounds like a therapy session. Well, welcome. Welcome to therapy with Father Matt and Amanda. I thought I mean, yeah, that's what this is. Okay, okay. Cool. All right, I feel safe. Um so so my grandma growing up, she she would always be looking forward to our visits because we lived not out of state, but I was going to say out of state, but she lived in the UP. Ah, people, almost. you know that generally people don't know what the UP means. Well, the, the, that's a deep sadness for those in people. In fact, once I told a cousin of mine who lived, he like lived in the South and we like got together for something and he's like asking me about my grandparents. I'm like, yeah, they're in the UP. And he like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. They're in, they're in the up above. <laughs> Maybe for those who do not have the great blessing of understanding yeah. what the UP means, you could explain. Oh, with great glee. <laughs> in in the, the great state of Michigan, um, there's two sections to Michigan, both of which are peninsulas. So you have the, the lower peninsula, which is uh, the mitten. Uh, and then the upper peninsula is the other half of Michigan. And it uh, it connects to Wisconsin, but it's still a peninsula coming out with uh, the Great Lakes all around us. So there's two peninsulas in Michigan and mm -hmm. many other littler ones as well, of course, but uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But it is there. It's not here. Um, and the upper peninsula Sad. is the, the UP. And those who live in the upper peninsula are therefore youpers. Youpers. My, yes, my grandma was a youper. And we would make the road trip to go see her. It was, what is that, eight, nine hours or something? Yeah. Over the bridge. We were the trolls from under the bridge. Living under the bridge, mm -hmm. yeah. And we drove up 
to go see my grandma in Iron Mountain, Michigan. You ever heard of it? Oh, yeah. Beautiful yeah, yeah. place. Oh, yeah. And so my grandma would welcome us. But from the time we arrived, she was grieving the fact that we were about to leave. And it wasn't long enough. Like, oh, you're here, but it's been so long since I've seen you. So that, that you know, we, we weren't there soon enough. We didn't arrive soon enough. Yeah. And then we couldn't stay long enough for her, it seemed to me as a child, because she was like, but you're going to be leaving so soon. And, and even though we're visiting, you're about to go back. And so I remember noticing that like every, every time we visited her and we were pen pals. Do people say that? Pen pals? Yes. I wrote her letters and she would write back and, and say something similar. Like, I love it when you visit. It's never long enough. And so I, there's something in that, not just that situation, but I've seen that sort of attitude playing out that I inherited. <laughs> like, yeah. of like, oh, this is a great, but something bad is about to happen. Yeah. And so, so you're calling that feeling grieving the good. Yes. All right. The sense Can that we like, talk about that? yeah. Okay. What were you going to say? This sense? Yeah. The sense that. This thing is good, and yet we're putting something negative into it or onto it or, or, mm -hmm. or from it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think we were talking about cancel culture. Who doesn't talk about cancel culture? These well, not days? you. Stop it. <sighs> oh, okay. Yeah. I think so we were saying that there's something, there's a similarity between cancel culture mm -hmm. and sort of like grieving the good in the sense that I think the connection here is like if you are uh, nervous that something bad is about to happen, you just boom, cut it off. Stop it. Right yeah. Now. So you don't before, even have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Like before the other shoe drops, you just, you get out of there. Mm -hmm. Take both <laughs> the shoes away. Therefore, no shoes can drop. Exactly. Thank you. This is a shoe free zone. None will be dropped. <laughs> Fortunately, there's Legos. Exactly. And now, what? Stepping on the Legos. <laughs> if you have shoes on, <laughs> too much. I apologize. Wow. Okay. Where are we going to go from there? We're going to talk about weddings. Well, <laughs> wait, that, wait. Let it be known that I got the Lego joke. <laughs> yes. Thank you, David. There we go. Yeah, he's got my back. <sighs> Good job, husband. Yeah, so... Cancel culture. Everyone's mm -hmm. talking about it a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and it is that sense, right, of like, just stop it. If, if it's going to be bad at all. Uh, cut it off right Cut now. it off. Okay, right. And so then uh, one example of um, a friend of mine who decided to not, like, to not partake in cancel culture is my friend AC Lorenzo. Mm -hmm. God rest his soul. And one of my dearest friends, he had a great sense of humor and also a very deep sense of self-awareness mm -hmm. and so he would tell me that like if he had dated a girl okay and then they broke up went sort of their separate ways but stayed in touch and she invited him to his her wedding which i feel like must have happened a number of times because he spoke about this like you know like when they invite me to their wedding like it was an ongoing yeah, thing. happens like all the time yeah. i mean, it was pretty popular so pretty popular <laughs> actually famous so um so anyway so he would say he's like you know i get that invitation to the wedding and i think i have to go he's like because if i don't go what does it say about me and <laughs> my feelings about this situation like he was kind of saying like if he doesn't go 
to her wedding, you know, the wedding of his ex-girlfriend or this, you know, person maybe mm-hmm. he was involved with in the past that he's sort of showing through his actions that he has to distance himself because he's not at peace with it. Yeah. Like this is a good thing, this wedding, but like he can't be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so what does that say when you have to unfriend someone? Oh, yeah. Man, just get <laughs> out of here, right? Like but there was some reason. What does it say about yourself? Like when you have to do that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, like that you're still somehow you're still embroiled in that relationship or those feelings toward the person so much that you have to try to kind of circumvent that. Yeah, like you, the only way to deal with it is to not deal with it at all right that mm-hmm. obviously shows that there's still a lot of attachment a lot of mm-hmm. connections there, yeah right? but then it makes all of those memories instantly go away <laughs> <laughs> boy maybe that works for other people <laughs> don't right. work for me. let's come back to that in a moment okay. i would like to talk about something a, a similar theme about mm-hmm. like kind of looking to the past and uh, could we talk about nostalgia oh nostalgia i love talking about nostalgia <laughs> Did you? Oh, man. Did you always love it as a child? I always loved, well, I always loved nostalgia. Oh, man, and like that, I the first time that you remember something nostalgically. Oh, it's so good. Oh, all like the pure, you, and, like the best parts of it right there. It's it's a great, it's a great uh, feeling. Do you remember being a single person? Uh, uh, yes. Singlehood? He's amazing. And also single people are the best. Single people are the best. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ouch. <sighs> Come on. You know. We were talking about single people and how they're the best. Yeah. And I comprised our thoughts into a litany. A litany of single goodness. Come on. Okay. I'm going to start. And I'd like you to answer, respond with single people are the best. And okay. then you can finish here. All right. Okay. Ready? Here we mm-hmm. go. <clears throat> they stay up as late as they'd like to. Single people are the best. They sleep in as long as they wish. Single people are the best. They're there when you need them. Single people are the best. They don't ask to get together at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning for a coffee play date with your kids. <laughs> single people are the best. They still think little kids are so cute. Oh, single people are the best. They can go to church without marrying the church. Ah, single people are the best. Your turn. They happily volunteer for middle school youth group. <laughs> Single people are the best. They can always be available for brunch. Single people are the best. They have so many pivotal life choices still ahead of them. Single people are the best. They can take a vacation. (laughs) Single people are the best. There's, (laughs) (laughs) They're still striving for perfection. Single people are the best. Oh, and they're still trying to impress people. (laughs) Single people are the best. Okay. I know that this litany does not represent every single single, single person. person. However, that's how I think about singlehood. <laughs> Being single? Is that the is that the term you're looking for? Being single. Yeah, there you go. That's how I think about it. So my advice is to stay single. Well, <laughs> Listen, it's biblical. It, okay, it is. Paul, Paul's very clear about hey, it. David, 
handsome yes. husband. Um, could you find that verse? I didn't send it to you, but there's a verse. Maybe you could look it up and then we'll we'll look at it a little later. It's about like Paul in the Bible. He's like, my advice is to stay single. I'm glad we didn't take his advice though, David, just for the record. We should I pray. agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we pray first or should we should we read the Bible verse first? All right, cool. Like we should Did pray. You? Yeah. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Loving God, creator and father of all, thank you for uh, the history you have given us, for uh, the stories that we have been a part of, and for the path that has led us to today. Lord, we know that not all of that was uh, beautiful, not all of that was holy, not all of that was what we would have wanted, uh, but your presence was there, you were guiding us in all of it. Thank you for that. Lord, I thank you so much for the happiness and the joy that you've given us. Thank you for times when the faith becomes sight and we, we get a glimpse just a, a glimpse of what eternity will be like with you, Lord. We know that we can't fathom the joy that you have waiting for us, and yet you give us signs of your love that fill us with the happiness of, of knowing you, the joy of knowing you. I just ask for the receptivity of heart to accept the good that you are bringing to us, and just the capacity, Lord, the capacity to rejoice in the good, not to grieve the good, not to have this fear of what's going to happen next after this joyful moment, but to fully enter into the joy when you call us into it. Lord, help us to really live into those moments as they happen and to relive them with great joy mm. in the future. <laughs> Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. So I'm pretty excited to talk about sacramental imagination. Ooh, yes. I think sacramental imagination applied to this topic, like don't grieve the good. Is, is going to be helpful for me because this is for me. I mean, it's <laughs> right. also for yeah. those who are watching and listening, but I, I need this. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's a great um, that's a great lens for this, right? As Catholics, we have uh, this sacramental imagination, this way of looking at the world through the lens of the sacraments and the way that we, we live them and experience the sacraments, the way that, that grace has been given to us really can impact uh, so much more of of just what we see. Mm. So I think I love especially with this this sense of nostalgia mm -hmm. of remembering. I think um the the main thing our, our Catholic imagination can do is 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 help those memories really be present now in a real way. Mm -hmm. Like the sacraments. Right. So so when when we talk about nostalgia, seriously, like um mm -hmm. It's it's kind of neutral, right? You're you're remembering something that happened in the past. 
that had a, some positive yeah. it has like positive connotation mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but like your memory of it could be pleasant but it's not like something that impacts you now per se yeah right it's the it's the sense of like there was this good thing in the past ah back in the day back in the day good old days when there was tamagotchis right back in the day when (laughs) pogs were fun right yes like in remembering it it's good Mm -hmm. right um as this thing in the past to note um but i think there's there's even more that we can do with those memories yeah with those memories right so um with the same memories I, th- I I think yeah, with the same memories. Yeah, I think I think that's a great point. Could you could you talk more about that? About how then? So you're saying when we when we use a sacramental imagination and we look at something that we're remembering in mm-hmm. the past, something that brought us joy, that there's more to be gleaned from that experience of from that memory than simply like that was then, this is now. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, right. And I think you know to. To really look at that, I, I think a great place to start is uh, with the Eucharist. Great mm-hmm. place for many things to start. Start, right? finish. <laughs> Source and summit. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Because there's there's the line right right in the Eucharistic prayer, mm-hmm. uh, right in the words of consecration, do this in memory of me. Right. Um, and I think w- one of my favorite questions that I was asked um, during theology studies uh, about the Eucharist was was this sense of is the Eucharist a representation? And so that that question was posed by the professor, and and they answered, well, no, but also yes, <laughs> right? Um, no, in the sense that it is the 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 bread and the wine are not merely representations of Christ's body and blood; they become in the sacrifice of. The Eucharist, right? In, they become the body and blood of Christ, the body, blood, soul, and divinity, truly mm-hmm. present, right? Not merely um, reminding us of that, or not merely, um, you know, pointing to those things, but really, actually present. Hashtag apologetics. Mm-hmm. But, but also, that was great. well, thank you. <laughs> but, uh, but call Catholic answers, okay? But also, uh, there is this sense that. Like when we have the sacrifice of the mass, we're not doing something new, right? So in the okay. Eucharist, we're not we're not like sacrificing Christ for the first time or right. again for a different time. Mm-hmm. We, it's the same sacrifice, the, is, the eternal sacrifice. Exactly, we're partic- okay. participating in the eternal sacrifice. So we are we're presenting it again. Okay, right? We're making it present again right now. Mm-hmm. So we're we're re-presenting it, right? So it's we, the space there. It's the space. Yeah. It's the re. We're we're not representing, but we are re-presenting uh, Christ in this. That's in like this jazz music. You know how in jazz, the silence is just as important as the notes that are played. Yeah, it's like that word that you just said. You know, I've often been described as jazz. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Hey, David, do you have that Bible verse ready? I uh, I think so. Yes. I don't know if there's more of this than what I found. Does it seem like a fragment or something? Um, it's just a quick little thing. I feel like there's more somewhere. Okay. But see if I can uh, 
share the desktop here. That is not working. Okay. I'll go back. <laughs> I can read it. Can yeah, read it. that would be great. That's what we're really looking for. Okay. Um, Your voice reading scripture. To the unmarried. Okay, so this is First Corinthians chapter 7, right verse 8. To the unmarried and the widow, I say it is well for them to remain unmarried as I am. See? Stay single. And in another translation. <laughs> I love it. This is good bringing in another, another translation. translation. He's like, just kidding. No. <laughs> no, I like, I like, it was like the new English version or something like that. It's like, this is, it says, this is not a command, but yeah. like, it's like my, my thing. Yeah. But yeah, this is the new revised standard version Catholic edition. But yeah, then it goes on to say, um, but if they are not practicing self-control, they should marry for it's better to marry than to be aflame with passion. Mm, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of apologetics that could go on talking about the second half of that verse. I don't think yes. that's where we're going today. Yes, is it? indeed. Not today. Okay. The main point is that I remember my singleness fondly. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm glad to be married also. So when we remember mm -hmm. good, the, the good times that we've had, say mm -hmm. with friends in the past, okay? Does, can that follow the same path, the same pattern that you just outlined for the Eucharist? Yeah, absolutely. Why? Well, <laughs> well I think <laughs> like when we have these these great experiences, right? These, these positive memories. Mm -hmm. um, and we remember them. Mm -hmm. we, we can, with like a nostalgic view, like, oh, that was so good then. But I think also we, we can take it to a place further where we make that joy present again. Mm. You know, like that, that joy or laughter or whatever it was. It can also be negative things. Or, you know, deep emotional things as well. But we can make that present again right now. So I, I think of this all the time with, with movie quotes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? So, <laughs> so like, I would say 90% of my, my conversations with friends are just quoting other things. Movies or ourselves from different times. Inconceivable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that word means what you think it means. <laughs> right? And so that's a great example. Like, like... Here we are saying these words that have been said before. Right. And, and like <laughs> smiling and laughing because of it. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, it, we're not just saying like, hey, remember that one time I heard that line and it was funny. Uh, but like right it's now. It's funny again right now. Exactly. Like we're laughing now because of it. Mm. And that, um, that's such a deeper richness to, to our memories, right? To the history as well of like not just relegating it to then. But but letting it impact us in this moment and delight in that. Mm, okay, I'll I, I can think of our movie lines. Um, in a in a moment, I'm gonna invite you, mm -hmm. Father Matt, to join me and David in 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 this. We're gonna experience what we're talking about. 
excellent right now. And actually, David, I sent you a few images, but I'd like the VJ one to be first. I realized. Sorry. Is that cool? All right. So let's set the scene for a moment. So, so we wrote about this in our, in our book Mm -hmm. when we gave the confirmation retreat, we talked about it in our last episode as well, where you and I gave a talk together for the first time sharing our shared testimony with these high school students. But during that retreat, my closest friends in the Bay area were there and they were like, we were the retreat band. And so these other musicians (laughs) and you and I would like eat our meals together. And there was this picture There was this picture that our friend Annalisa showed us of her brother VJ, who VJ was not there. He's one of our dear friends as well, but he wasn't there. But it's the rest of us, like five, six of us, just looking at this picture. There are two pictures yeah. of VJ just dying laughing. dying laughing. And I'm wondering if we could yeah, share. He's really not there. <laughs> <laughs> like jazz, the empty space is, <laughs> is the humor. <laughs> is the humor so you know so there are actually two images so this one with the you know the boat in the in the background <laughs> and see so you can tell what is happening here right so there was a green screen but vj what what color was his shirt a green shirt <laughs> so it's just his head <laughs> and then if you if we go to the next image <laughs> i can't believe that they like <laughs> Sure. Do you think the photographer told them? Uh, 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 you know, I mean, those photographers, they probably see so much. <laughs> so little. So little in this case. So little. Oh. So I, I mean, what I loved about, well, many things I loved about that, but... <laughs> the this was my introduction to this whole oh. group of your friends. Yeah. And I had never met VJ. <laughs> Just laughing. So I was introduced to like just cackles of laughter <laughs> when the idea of looking at the picture came up yeah. and then peals of laughter during the, the looking. So I, I mean, at that point, I only knew his floating dismembered head, <laughs> uh-huh. but there was so much joy that that guy brought. Oh my goodness. So I called VJ today just before we started recording oh. and I was like, Hey, Hey, Veej, he's like, are you calling to gloat about the Packers winning? And I was <laughs> like, not directly. And then I said, no, I'm wondering if I could use your picture. He's like, my picture. I'm like, yeah, you know, the one with the green screen. He's like, oh. And he basically told me, you can use my picture for comedic purposes, but you have to find it yourself. So I'm like, so he's like, yeah, I don't have that image. <laughs> but with a quite brief social media scan we found these pictures for you today so um i (laughs) i'm i'm so right now as i laugh at vj um love you vj i (laughs) i'm actively experiencing the joy of vj (laughs) yeah The same joy that was present to us at the confirmation retreat when we first looked at this picture. Yeah. 
Well, no, I mean, it's even it's even greater than that, right? It's even greater because it's building. It's building. Yeah. Like, so each of the subsequent <laughs> times of laughing about this, right? Like, not only it's is it not funny, an isolated but, it, but it builds yeah. in, in a beautiful way. Yeah. That's true. There are layers. That's good. Oh. <sighs> okay. We're going to bring this back around. There's a lot of pieces. There's a lot of word. Okay. This is coming together. Don't grieve the good. So cancel culture definitely good yeah. that's definitely good let's not grieve that cancel culture mm. a okay of, a lot of grief let's okay <laughs> grief yeah we talk about well my kids sing the song let it go i don't know if pretty, I've heard that one pretty often yeah sarah has the cd we have she's a cd player so she can just run it herself yeah. without access to the internet so she'll just four-year-old she'll just put in the little CD and push play and like in the morning everybody's sleeping well that's how they wake up actually Sarah's singing frozen at the top of her lungs so you know, but I feel like beyond the you know soundtrack to his major motion picture um that theme of just like let it go like if something bad has happened just you know just let it go and and also you know it's I think um what you are recommending or what, what we're talking about like as a from a sacramental imagination is kind of like it's like the opposite of that of like just let it go or even like the opposite of like yoga of like just like empty yourself uh, yeah right it's like no like remember like hold on mm -hmm. am i am i am i right are we going in the right path right now i would say definitely right um <laughs> We, yeah, it's, it is this call to remember, right? Do this in memory of me. Um, mm -hmm. Keep keep this and let this uh, continue to uh, to be a blessing, continuing to oh. be a guide. Oh, 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 okay. At first when I was looking at this outline, I'm like, why are we talking about cancel culture again? But now it's coming to me. Okay. Good. Oh, thanks. So, like... In the same way that if something, if you're, if you're afraid that something bad is going to happen, you just phew, cut it off, cancel mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Maybe like something bad hasn't even, like, isn't even starting, right? Like it's just something good. Mm -hmm. And then your temptation is just like, okay, like don't hang on to that. Just like that was then move on, live your life, right? Like be detached from all of these moments that you go through so you can be, have this sense of like freedom, um, and yet that, and yet God is calling us to something even greater than that in our lives, like this, this fullness of his presence in those moments, whether they are actually a challenge or whether they're really good and wonderful that we get to like hang on to those moments, not, not for the moment itself, but because of God's presence in each of those exactly. experiences. Yeah. Whoa, mine is blown. <laughs> well done. Did we talk about this in advance? We is that why we planned to talk about this? Um, you know, I don't remember. <laughs> but if I did, well done. Wow. Okay. Have you seen the meme about Thomas? Um, which Thomas? Um, your namesake. Oh, yeah. you. I claim all the Thomases <laughs> as my confirmation. Uh, the twin. The twin. Yes, Didymus. The doubting, doubting, doubting Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, at Peekaboo Jesus. Y yes. Oh, Peekaboo. Yes. I'd like to look at that right now if if we could. So I want to show you 
as well. (laughs) Okay, so, you know, everyone's telling Thomas, like, hey, we just saw Jesus. And he's like, oh, really? Well, until I see the marks and the nails in his hands for myself, I will not believe. And then Jesus comes up and puts his hands over Thomas's face. (laughs) So he, like, looks through. (laughs) He goes, guess who? Through the nail holes. <laughs> okay, so I want to talk about Thomas for a little bit. Um, you know, he's called the Didymus, called the twin. So here's the thing, like, how how callous was was that response from of Thomas to the other apostles? Like, they're trying to tell him this good news. Mm-hmm. And he responds with like, yeah, yeah, as soon as I put my hands into the wounds, then mm-hmm. I'll believe. Like, that seems just so... Visceral. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But like, I, I know a couple of things come to mind for me. I mean, I've heard so many great reflections on Thomas over the years, just different homilies and such. But like the fact that he's a twin, I don't know if it was my dad, my dad, you know, when he preaches, my dad's mm-hmm. a deacon. So I don't know if it was him who was talking about this, but he was saying like, maybe he was used, maybe Thomas was used to being confused for his twin. For his twin. He's used to people being like, hey, I saw you yesterday. And he was like, that wasn't me. That was my brother, you know? Yeah. And so maybe when they were like, hey, we saw we saw the Lord, we saw Jesus. He's like, yeah, okay, sure. I've, I've heard this story play out. But also I'm wondering if he was responding from a place of trauma. Mm-hmm. Like he just, like how traumatic was the death of Christ yeah, for him? Horribly. And so then you're in this place of trauma and somebody's trying to like talk you out from it. So to respond from that place of like hurt mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. To kind of lash out in mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. So I've been thinking about my grandma, Vera, who we started this you know episode talking about and how she, she went through a lot of trauma in her life. And I never, you know, I never saw that. I never understood maybe mm-hmm. the impact that that had yeah on her and maybe why she clung so tightly to the visits that we had with her because she she lost her daughter my grandma um at a relatively young age my grandma passed mm-hmm. away and so she was my my grandma Vera is actually my great grandma and so my great grandma saying like you never you know you haven't come to visit soon enough or you're leaving too soon maybe that's leaving really too soon yeah right leaving too soon like a reflection on how she felt about her daughter but as i'm trying to hang on to the good i'm i look at my great grandma and she she received a lot of healing i believe in her later years of life like she lived a really long life and even the nursing home she really softened so Mm. when we would go visit her she was just at peace and happy and laughing and like I, I have to see the grace in that. Like some of it might have been some Alzheimer's because she just couldn't remember, but mm-hmm. she accepted that. She's like, you know, she'd say, what was I going to say? She'd go, I'm in here because I forget, you know? <laughs> and then she'd laugh and it was just yeah. like so, so beautiful and joyful um, that she was able to like have that peaceful experience at the end of her life. And so I just think about how like Jesus met Thomas in in the midst of that trauma mm-hmm. like Thomas is like fine I'll you know I'll Not stick, until my I hands. stick my hands right. in the wound. and so Jesus is like okay let's <laughs> here, meet there here you go yeah yeah, yeah that's like, pretty bold that's amazing and so I I'd like to end this episode with a little 
uh, encouragement mm-hmm. for myself. <laughs> All right. That sounds, that sounds also, good. also for anyone listening who might be tempted to grieve the good, I can't say I'm, I'm uh, over this, but maybe that's the point. <laughs> so I noticed that I t- we took some notes about this episode a while ago because they all seem fresh to me. And uh, some notes that were intended for the listener who, that I also need to receive today. God wants to heal our memories. Mm -hmm. God never cancels you. When you're filled with love and joy from the past, hold on to it. It's happening in the present, that joy and that love. If you're still unsure what to do about hurt from the past, trust that the Lord will take care of it in his time. And for the moment, don't grieve the good. I'd like to thank the congregation of Holy Cross. How about you? Yeah, I'm always thankful for them. (laughs) They have given their permission to you to do ministry with Mm -hmm. me, to work with David and our company at Joyful Noise so that we could go out and preach parish missions, which those aren't really happening in full effect yet. Exactly. It's been an interesting year for... Going out to groups of people. So instead, we were able to take uh, our story and turn it into a podcast. So they have really supported that by giving you that time to be able to come and and be here in person. Yeah, happy to do it. Also, thank you to Amanda Vernon patrons. Yeah. The patrons are uh, people who are able to support Amanda as she uh, shares her her wonderful gifts in so many different ways uh, and allows her to then support her family through doing that, Mm -hmm. uh, making sure all those little kiddos have enough energy to continue to be (laughs) just always around. If you'd like to become an Amanda Vernon patron, first, thanks. Secondly, the way to do that is to visit amandavernon.com slash patron. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God.